Hello and welcome back to Fastest Pod in the West. I am your host Joel. Today I am joined once again by Lachlan Andre. We talk a little bit about the TV show Lost, a little review of the film Midnight in Paris, which includes a just brilliant impression of Owen Wilson by Andre, and then we finish by talking about Cherub. So yeah, stick around. One time I had a guy just walk up to me, just pulling the middle finger at me as he came towards me, <laughs> and then came until his middle finger was like touching my nose, and he and I was like, what? And he was like, that's so funny. Yeah, it's not like, you're not so tough now, are you? <laughs> I wasn't ever so and, tough, and was, tough, man. I was like, I've never seen you before in my life. Big man over here. And, and he's like, what? And I was like, I don't know who you are. And he's like, oh. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, there's been, a, sorry, I thought you were someone. And he was really, really nice. <laughs> I feel like an absolute fool. I yeah. just owned you with this whole little <laughs> finger thing. And then he just left and I was like... Used up on a stranger. <laughs> because this guy was way fucking bigger than me. And I was like, I was like, I guess this is going to be my first fight, but I don't know this man. God damn, dude. Because I have a fair amount of tattoos and people have this like weird complex where they're like, oh, you think you're like tough because you have these tattoos. And it's like, to be very clear, my tattoos are very, um, what's the word? They're not like a sailor's tattoos. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're not skull and bones. They're like... I've got a butterfly on my hand and like fucking Final but Fantasy you do have tattoos. thingies. I've got tattoos from Avatar. Is, yeah. yeah, I've got knuckle tattoos as well. What do it? Um, But yeah, I've had people be like, what do you think? You know, some sort of like tough guy because you got tattoos. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, dude, like my one tattoo is a literal <laughs> clock yeah. wearing a magician's cape with yeah. a staff. Yeah. And so if anyone ever goes, ah. Oh, tough guy eh? yeah i can't look at it man. i can't wait till the day like whether it's serious or not that like you're at a party we're all there and um someone's like you want to go you want to go he takes his shirt off <laughs> yeah man let's go you take your shirt off and the sight of the time wizard yeah. <laughs> scares the yeah. shit out of him <gasps> like, what is he gonna pull the time <laughs> yeah man yeah. well this guy knows how to battle i don't worry <laughs> um but yeah well, pretty much all my tattoos are from movies so I'm and not... speaking of movies this is a movie podcast boys did yeah. you like my transition? yeah very good <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it, love it. Oh. Yeah. What have you boys watched this week? I haven't seen any movies this week. I've been watching Lost. My mm, man. Of course, yeah. My he's man. big on the Lost, on yeah. Lost train. You're going to give us a Lost update every week, eh? Hey? Well, I, I'm thinking maybe every every time I finish a season. Yeah, nice. This um, is the most exciting thing that has ever happened yeah, to me. Andre, someone else watching Lost. Andre loves Lost. I've I, seen Lost three times. I know it falls to shit, so like, I think my experience is going to be positive regardless of how it ends, mm-hmm. because I know what I'm in for, and I feel like most of the people that hated it we're watching it week to week and then got let down yeah we're just absolutely. like if you started watching game of thrones now like knowing that it gets shitty at the end i think you'd have a better experience than getting like blindsided by that so yeah i'm like eight episodes in it's really interesting every character is like an interesting arc who's your favorite character so far my favorite character so far you got jack kate sawyer john Locke. i hate sawyer so much yeah he's a real uh, real piece of work well sawyer. are you ever gonna watch lost lachlan no okay no i don't think so, so. i'm gonna You're go missing f- out buddy. full uh, this is such an old show i'm just gonna go full-blown spoilers. i think you've got every right to yeah um, um, uh, so Sawyer's whole thing he's like this con artist right he like goes and seduces a woman and then convinces her to like get her husband to invest in a business thing and then he scams them out of all the money right and then the whole thing is that he's like this asshole in, on camp he's like hoarding resources and all of this shit um, and then his like tragic backstory is that someone did that to his parents and then that's meant to like make you feel sorry for this guy but it's like I really don't give a what this a, guy is like oh hoarding he's hoarding resources from like this camp and then there's this 
because Chocolate's dying of asthma and um, he's oh, like, Shannon. Yeah, 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 he's like, I'll only tell you where the medicine is if you like kiss me, which is like borderline sexual assault. Oh, uh, no, not borderline. That's, uh, yeah, that's right it, it's certainly grounds for a Me Too situation. If I were a pickup artist, though, <laughs> really <laughs> good game. Yeah, yeah perfect. Um, if you want to listen to me and Lachlan talk about pickup artists, and you can go Grifter of the Week. But she kisses him and then he's like, I never had the medicine. And then oh, she fucking, fucking punches God, him. Oh, dude. Um, and at the end of the episode, she's like, oh my God, this letter that like details the fact that their parents got killed. It was you. And it's like, I feel like the show is like suggesting that it's it's okay what he did because he's like a tortured soul or whatever the yeah. fuck. Genuinely, if I was Jack, if I was in any form of leadership in that island, I would have executed Sawyer Day too. <laughs> as soon as I saw him hoarding shit, I would have fucking executed him. But yeah, that's basically all I have to say about Lost right now. I'll be sure to update you. I can't wait to go through this journey with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to like essentially watching the show by like... By, uh, yeah. It's probably not a bad way to... I mean, it is shot really well and like edited really well. So like you are yeah. missing out, but what have you watched this week? I got through one and a half movies. Um, I saw... What was the half movie? The half movie was Sonic. Okay. <laughs> and I watched it... It just came to Netflix, didn't it? Yes, it did. Hence why it popped up. And is it was that... really funny that I got to the end of this first movie and then Sonic... Sonic the Hedgehog was the next suggested thing. So you, hit, you just um, made it for it. Uh, I watched Midnight in Paris. Ooh. Oh, Midnight in Paris. Yeah, yeah, man. So have you guys both seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it a couple months ago. Mm. Um, I really like Midnight in Paris. Interesting. Yeah, me too. I think Owen Wilson is a pretty garbage leading man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, like, but I feel like he pulls it off in this one. Yeah, in this one, I like him better, but he's still so annoying he's, who's to got, listen First to. of all, let's go round table best oh. Owen Wilson impression. Starting okay. with you. Are we going to have one line that we all do? or uh, You can pick whatever line from anything you want. Sure. Sally. <laughs> Sally, eh? <laughs> it's just Peter Griffin. <laughs> Sally, I have to get back to win the piston <laughs> all right. Uh, wow. <laughs> not very close at all. Long no. <laughs> You've ruined yourself, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that a fail. I think mean, that's an F. <laughs> Lois, you got to turn left to go right. <laughs> oh, dude, imagine how insufferable cars would be if fucking <laughs> Seth, 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 Seth MacFarlane did the whole thing. Yeah. Made oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm just going to talk the way that I think Owen Wilson talked through this whole movie. Sure. What are you talking about? I, That's I'm good. Just, I want to walk yeah, the streets solid. and I, I want to... I'm, I'm inspired, you know, I, I gotta work, I gotta work, and I, I gotta keep the inspiration up. That's not a, that that's a very good impression. Yeah, that yeah that's great. not a bad it's impression. Fresh in my brain, yeah. What, what's another fucking Owen Wilson movie? Um, uh, uh, oh, go for any other uh, Wes uh, Anderson uh, films. Uh, I'm really small. <laughs> ben, Ben, Stiller, I'm really small. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a really small guy. Uh, Buzz, Night at the Museum. Yeah, that's Yeah. It. I think we're going lock on number one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put me at number one, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> number one, yeah. I was gonna put Joel at number one. Oh, yes. Ah. Well, <laughs> so my, mine, here's the thing. Mine was like a weak, not that good impression, but Andre really came through with something. Well, yeah. Funny, funniest medal. Like, if we were playing Jackbox, yeah. you oh, might yeah. not have won, you but might get you would have got the yeah, thumbs cut. No, I do try, and this is actually, this hurts me deeply that I couldn't do any semblance <laughs> of an Owen Wilson because I pride myself on my on my impressions. Oh, right. So I'm going to have to go and do some work. Uh, where were we? Midnight in Paris. You guys both liked the film. I really liked it, yeah. I... 
have a lot of problems with the film. I think there's a yep. lot that's really charming about it. But yeah. overall, the fact that Midnight in Paris won the Oscar for Best Picture. Did it really? Sorry, Best Writing that oh, year. Okay. Best Screenplay. Best Screenplay. It's a very good screenplay. You reckon? It's also, um, if you write a screenplay that has anything to do with writing, yeah. well, yeah. probably yeah. Exactly. The movie just wanks off. That is what I assume. That shit happens all of the time. That's what I assumed it won the fucking yeah. Oscar for. But as a screenplay, I thought it was like really weak, man. Really? To be fair, I watched it in two chunks. The first half I pretty thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. But it was the second half that had a level of exposition and dumbing down the fucking like morals of the story that I've only it's seen. Fair, it's in a very, anime, very opaque film. There is a scene at the end where they go further back in time and then yeah, yeah. Adriana's like, I wanna stay here and then he goes, Well I I, I don't see why you want to stay here. Every every generation thinks the generation before them was was the golden era. And that's what I'm starting to realize going back in time to the it's like, yeah. oh my god, obviously that, I, that is what you're getting yeah, at. I yeah. as the protagonist have 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 have, have learned a lesson yeah. that's pretty good. By what has happened. It's getting, getting better. better. Now the other thing, right? Woody Allen is guilty of this in all of his films because he's Woody Allen. Yeah. Owen Wilson is engaged to Rachel McAdams and then has an affair with is it Marion? Like She's that French, that French lady. Yeah, way too hot mm-hmm. for Owen Wilson. And then at the end, he ends up with a chick. Uh, I can't remember. She's in a bunch of other movies. She's really good. Mm. Um, all three of them are tears above the. See, well, not only in terms of appearance, Owen Wilson's character in this is insufferable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, because he's like the the stand-in for well, Woody he's a, Allen. He's a writer. Isn't it's he? like if Woody Allen was like, "This is me," and yeah. Woody Allen, as we know. Is insufferable. Yeah, yeah Woody, Woody Allen's golden age is when his wife was his stepdaughter. Oh yeah. my god, dude! What a fucking gross guy! And all of <sighs> his movies are about older guys just hooking up with a whole bunch of young girls. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of things that are quite unlikable about the movie, but I feel like for me they're sort of balanced out by the things that I do like. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. sort of magic feel Absolutely. of when he gets into the cab for the first time. And gets yeah, into yeah. It. I feel like I was really there for those, mm. um, yeah. and that made me enjoy it more than I didn't enjoy mm. it. The, the the only other criticism. And it's a criticism of the entire genre, mm. basically. But time travel is certainly a white man's game. So stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I hate time travel. You can only make time travel movies about white guys. Mm. Because if you're a black guy sitting on those steps... And they're like, hey, get in this cab. We can go back even 10 years. Mm-hmm. Hell no, yeah, I'm not getting in that not. fucking cab, dude. Imagine, right? Some black guy's in New York. And they're like, hey, we're all going to go time travel back to the 60s. So, ah. Oh, no, I'll stay here. I'll for sure stay here. Yeah, Fuck man. no, bro. It's hard enough as it is here yeah. right now. Whereas Absolutely like, not. Yeah. A white guy, you could go back to like Egyptian times. It'd be pretty fine. Also the weird, and admittedly I did find this kind of charming, but the weird scene where the private eye is following him and oh, then yeah, yeah, the yeah. like company is like calls the dad and he's like, yeah, it turns out that like the PI that was following him just disappeared. He, he said he was following a cab and then they never heard from him again. Yeah. Then there's that scene where he and like gets sent back to like the Holy Road. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He shows up and he like has to run away. It's like, ah, Owen Wilson was involved in a man's death technically. Well, <laughs> because at the end of the day, if you were the PI firm, you go, oh shit, one of our PIs was following a man and then mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No follow up to that. Uh, it's very interesting as well because that explicitly makes it clear that this isn't like a parallel 
parable. No. This is literal. There's yeah. literally a cab that takes you back in time. Absolutely. Again, um, a, a lot of what made me at the second half of this film, like the bits that just stuck out to me and made me think, oh my God, <laughs> what damn. You, what would you give it out of five? As a movie watching experience, I think it gets a four. So you liked it. Four out of five is a very good film. Yeah, I really enjoyed the film and doesn't the experience the of the film, but my opinion of it as a movie and as a screenplay, I thought it was like, nah. When did it come out that Woody Allen was like awful? So long ago. Yeah. How has he still with, been making with so no one pretty much the whole time because he finances them himself. Um, uh, he is a Act, actors, white man. Well, he's just very good at making movies. People want to just ignore that he and, did bad things because he's talented. Yeah, and so he's just sort of skated past on that. Mm -hmm. This he movie would have come out. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. would have come out a long time way after. 2011? 2011, yeah. yeah. Way, yeah. way, 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 way after all that shit. I don't know. If I'm Tom Hiddleston and I get offered that role, don't I go, I don't know, probably not, man. Like, when it's well, a lot. It's like, a pretty star-studded like cast. This sounds like a really yeah. cool movie, but yeah. also you married your stepdaughter. So yeah, so many good. so many actors will just continue to work with Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. Yikes, man. Yeah, it feels man. like along the same line of like, this could really hurt his career. Don't make an allegation kind yeah, of thing. Big That's time. Super well, gross. it doesn't really matter anymore. The allegations being made and people don't seem to give a fuck. No. That's wild. He man. married... His stepdaughter, bro. Yikes. Anyways. Midnight in Paris. Midnight pretty, in Paris. Pretty charming film, pretty beautiful I, honestly, film. But... It's, it's a four out of five for me. I really like it. It's probably top 50 films. Mm. Dang. In right. my opinion. I'd probably give it like a strong three. Yeah. Out of five. I mm. really liked it. Mm. I did also watch a movie this week I forgot about. And that was Mission Impossible 3. Ah. I've been slowly working my way through those ones. Uh, Mission Impossible 1. Good movie. Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Second movie, dog shit. Oh. Awful. Oh. Terribly cringy, terribly horny, and that was directed by John Woo. Terribly horny? Super horny. Oh my god. The, we, went, we got into it last time, thanks for listening. The super <laughs> horny. And the third one, it's J.J. Abrams, and it's a very J.J. Abrams-esque movie. Yeah. That, like, he loves little mysteries, you know? It feels like his style works well for, like, an action Well, thriller. yeah, but the only thing I don't like about that movie is uh, he, like, doesn't show Tom Cruise getting the main MacGuffin. He, like... Mm. He, we see him enter a building and then he leaves with the MacGuffin. As a viewer, I was like, okay, cool. Something, a twist happened in that building and we're going to find out about it later. And then it's just not true. Ah. It just feels like an action movie where they were missing a scene. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which is like really confusing. I do like the idea that like, ah, it's that or it's this pointless scene where they talk with the villain or it's that. No, but they still had the pointless scene where they talked to the villain. Yeah, He just exactly. broke into like a science lab and came out with the rabbit's foot. And we don't get to see that mm. for like no reason, really. Yeah. How many Mission Impossible movies are there? Five, right? Five. I think next one, one is two, Ghost, three, Protocol. Ghost Protocol, then Fallout. Yeah, then Fallout, yeah. Yeah, I've only ever seen Fallout. Fallout's really good, um, but I've been super into my spy shit, and it reminded me of when I was super into Cherub as a kid. Yeah. Did you, have, did you guys have like a Cherub Big phase? Big time. My brother did, for sure. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think me and, because I'm- Cherub, Stormbreak? No. Yeah, Alex Ryder. Yeah. Stormbreaker was the first one, yeah. yeah. Young James Bond. Mm. I was super into that shit. You guys um, have Zack Power? Was yes. that I never yeah, got I into Zack Power. I never did. <laughs> I think his uh, I mean, his nemesis is called Kaz, which has always been quite a... Uh, Kaz. Quite, it tickles me. Yeah. I quite like it. It'd what? be like if my arch enemy was called Erdna. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my name backwards. Oh, right. Um, uh, I didn't keep even, up, Joel. I didn't, keep up. Yeah. I didn't even make the fucking connection. Yeah, so I, I had this cherub phase, and I actually do remember, because um, I went to primary school with Andre and his brother, and um, I do remember me and him being like, fuck yeah. <laughs> cherub, cherub time, baby. Shit. Was that Robert Muchamore? Robert Muchamore. And I, dude, I was so into it i started a fan club like a nice. website cherubfans.com wow 
no longer there, but uh, you can go on Internet Archive and look it up if you want. There was a social media aspect. You could like sign up and like nice. talk to people. Wow, you designed it all yourself? Yeah, I designed it all myself oh, um, in WordPress. Mm. And I would like talk to Robert much more via email all the time, just like send him random questions mm. and he would just like be very good about answering. Oh, legit. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's cool. I was, I was thinking about getting him on because I think he might, to be honest. You think he'd do it? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, did they make a Cherub live action anything? Um, it's been in development since oh, primary school yeah classic. like it's sort of lost in the maybe um, we do a special where we bring him in and we talk about what he wants to see in the film and we start like i, th- I think he wouldn't be allowed to do that <laughs> for, for numerous no so reasons. we talk about what we're gonna make his film oh right yeah. we pitch it to him yeah that's not a bad idea Wait, what if you hit up much more and he's like dude i've been checking the url every day where did your fans go <laughs> But yeah, I'd like an internet girlfriend on, um, it wow. was like cherub.proboards or something like that. Oh, yeah. It was like Oosh. an old school forum. So like the first forum I got into, I did like role play, like we would pretend to be cherub agents, shit like that. Oh, that's it's, so hot. That's yeah, <laughs> it's, hot, it's really cool. Um, But in primary school, I had this kid in my class who would just disappear for entire blocks. We'd go into like English and he just wasn't there. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. <gasps> he, my, my best friend is agent. in cherub. <gasps> he's an agent. Yeah. Um, And then I later found out that he wasn't on any missions he was simply participating in rainbow reading <laughs> which is like well, absolutely no problem with being in rainbow no. reading that's like a fine thing to do but, but it's not being a cherub agent in my in my like <laughs> estimation of my friend he he went from being a cherub agent to not being able to read cherub <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a pretty brutal drop. Yeah. And like, and like he, I'm sure he can read now. And yeah. Like, I'm not going to shame a primary school kid for not being that good at reading. Mm. Now, um, Joel, like the situation is what it is, but you did crack the case. I did solve it. Yeah. Maybe I'm one of a You're cherub, the cherub agent. agent. I'm a, yeah, I am somewhat of a cherub agent myself. Ah. Oh, yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time when I was really young where I got uh, Robert Muchimore and uh, Zimbabwean dictator Robert Mc- Gabi mixed up <laughs> right and i'm pretty sure there was a time where i thought robert mugabe had written the chair <laughs> right <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> Oh, Thank goodness he did not. No. <laughs> Talk about separating the art from the artist. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember though in um, Cherub when uh, James, the main character, gets like laid in a bathtub? I'm gonna be real with you. I never read them. You never read them? I think I read the first one, but so long ago that like it, Stormbreaker, Skullduggery, Pleasant are all one oh, story. Dude. You know, I was super into Skullduggery. We could. I want to talk about Skullduggery, Pleasant. Uh, there were always the kids in the class that were really into Skullduggery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that was you. Too. Too, was it? I'll transition yes, it. I'll transition to it very soon. But my final thought on Cherub is that there's a scene in uh, Lachlan has dropped his phone I twice. I can't keep a hold of it. Um, there, there's got a, butter on my hands. Yeah. I'm spreading butter. There's <laughs> with your my finger. <laughs> Anyways, there's a scene in Cherub. There's a scene in Cherub where he gets involving in, new text. It gets into the bath and has sex with like the crime boss's daughter. Mm. And it was like the first sex scene I ever read. Mm. It would have been really, really hot and like a sexual awakening for me. Except but for them to read it out loud to the class. The main characters. <laughs> Uh, the chick's name was my grandmother's name. Oh, <laughs> no. Her name was Lois. <laughs> and first of all, I'm really sorry if your yeah. name's Lois and you're young, but no one, there's no one under the age of 45 has the right to be named Lois. Let's be very clear. Yeah, your about life that. is also going to be ruined by the family guy, right? By family mm-hmm. guy, yeah. That's hilarious. That must have delayed your sexual awakening by like two, three years. <laughs> uh, it delayed it until tomorrow when the war began. 
Ah, uh, yes, there we there go. Was, yeah. uh, the the Ch- Chinese. They never say. They never say, but he he fucked the main character in in a tent. Yeah. And that was a that was a big thing for me. Hmm. Um, do we want to end on Skydoki Pleasant? Well, I think we just wrap up. I want to save it. I, w- I want to refresh myself, say for next week, and and come okay. in with some good Skullduggery Pleasant tent. There's a little tease for you, sc- <laughs> for you skullheads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you enjoy listening to uh, Joel and I speak, uh, we've actually just released another episode of my podcast with Joel featuring on it. We were just talking about Pirates of the Caribbean two. We also did the first one, and then we should have the third one coming up soon. We discovered that Joel is actually, in fact, uh, DC's the Joker. Recently. That's not true. That's it's. it's a- 100% true that Joel is actually a little bit twisted, a little bit crazy listen, on the inside. If you listen to Andre's podcast, consider yourself no friend of mine. That that episode is an attack on my character. It's an attack on... Look, Joel's just stuff. acting crazy. It's I'm Which not acting is acting to be expected. I'm yeah. not acting crazy, I'm acting hurt. When you're hurt like that emotionally, you, you might lash out <laughs> against society. I will, I will do not. Do some crazy listen, things. I will not... St- the, th- the problem with this bit is that I edit this show. Oh, it's it's just a good bit. <laughs> See you later, guys. <sighs> you know what happens when you call someone the Joker more than 35 <laughs> times? You get what you deserve. <laughs> I will be incredibly disappointed if even a single one of you goes and listens to Andre's podcast trilogies. I want you to draw a line in the sand right now, right here. It's either me or it's him. Thank you for listening to this show. And don't you dare listen to his.